You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Reviewing the 2022 Rookie Wide Receiver Class, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard. Just want to say thank you to Adam Azer for filling in over the last week or so while I was taking a little vacation. I'm back. Free agency is going to start in, what, about 11 days? Am I right about that, Dave? I think it's a little longer than that, but pretty close to it. We're, we're getting close. we got a couple of weeks left. We've got the NFL Combine going on. We'll get some uh, recap of that next week with Emory Hunt. But, Dave, we're talking about the rookie wide receiver class from 2022 and it was a pretty good one two rookies got to 1000 yards in 2022 only the fourth time that's ever happened of course it's worth pointing out we are playing with a 17 game schedule so it's also the second straight season that we've had two 1000 yard rookie wide receivers although that's not to take anything away from chris olave and garrett wilson both were excellent players top 24 wide receivers in ppr scoring and so we'll start there they were two of the top wide receivers taken this in, in last year's draft And are you viewing them as potential number one wide receivers for 2023? I am with Wilson. I love how he averaged 17.3 PPR points per game whenever he wasn't catching passes from Zach Wilson. This is when he's catching passes from Joe Flacco and Mike White. I think there's going to be an upgrade. Call me crazy, but I think the Jets are going to bring in an upgrade at quarterback. I think they know that Garrett Wilson is a special player at wide receiver. And I'm just hoping that they pepper him with targets and they give him the opportunity to lead that passing game as he should. He already had a 24.7% target per route run rate. That means one out of every four routes that he ran, he saw a target. And his catch rate, 56.5%. I think that would probably be higher without Zach Wilson. Don't quote me on it, but I think it would. I think he's got a chance to be great. I am drafting him as such. He is a top 12 wide receiver for me in 2023. So we don't know who the quarterback for actually either the Saints or the Jets will be in 2023, but let's sure. say it's Derek Carr for the Jets. I mean, Derek Carr has actually met with both the Saints and Jets, so yeah, you know, nice symmetry there. Can he somehow throw to both of those guys? Can he be on both those teams? Because I'm, you know, I'd be a little, let's be honest, I'd be a little scared if it's Jimmy Garoppolo or sure. Carson Wentz. You know, like, let's just say that these teams strike out looking for a quarterback. Maybe the Saints have to go back to Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. Would I be as excited about uh, Chris Olave if those were his quarterbacks? Or would I be that excited about Garrett Wilson if those were his quarterbacks? I'd say no. I wouldn't be How quite as excited. How high would you rank Garrett Wilson if, let's say, it's Derek Carr? I, I've got him ranked as if he's got a competent quarterback throwing to him. That's 10. He's 10. Yeah, Derek Carr is kind of the platonic ideal of competent in the NFL. Where would you rank Chris Olave, let's say, if they got Derek Carr? I've got Olave 15th right now. And again, that's on the hope that the Saints bring in a a quality upgrade from Andy Dalton. I I think I'd probably keep him around there. Maybe there would be not not an exact flip-flop with Garrett Wilson, but close to it. If, If he had Derek Carr throwing to him and if the Jets really didn't do a good job of replacing what they had at quarterback from last year. But I think Olave is talented. I think you're going to continue to see him get plenty of targets. His target per route run was actually higher than Garrett Wilson's last year. 
his team target share was at 24%. So one out of every four routes, it's a little bit less than that for Chris Olave. And I think you'll see him continue to ascend and be a great downfield weapon for the New Orleans Saints. We had two other rookie wide receivers get to 800 yards last season. That was George Pickens and Drake London. How do you rank those two? And do you think either of them has a path to being, let's say, a top 15 fantasy wide receiver? I think London does in PPR because of the volume that we saw him get toward the end of the year. And that was with Desmond Ritter at quarterback. And I think the Falcons are going to try and and, uh, do better than Desmond Ritter under center this year. And if they make a move and they get a quarterback who's better, you know, I'll be excited about Drake London then. But I think it's going to be a little bit harder for them to do. And so London is outside of my top 24. He's actually outside of my top 30 because I'm just a little bit nervous about what his quarterback situation will be and what the overall kind of temperature of this offense will be. Are they still going to be run heavy? Are they going to trust in their quarterback? The better the quarterback they get, the more they'll throw the ball. I'm almost certain of that in Atlanta. Now, you didn't ask me about George Pickens, but I'm going to tell you that I'm excited about him. He made so many plays last year where it looked like he was covered and he still came down with the football. And I could see him becoming the Steelers' number one wide receiver. This is a franchise that's done a really good job Mm -hmm. of finding quality wide receivers in the past. His target per route run rate was terrible. It was 14.5%. It's toward the bottom of all rookie wide receivers last year. I think that goes up. All of his other numbers will go up along with it. And he had 800 yards last year without that number being high. I would expect him to eclipse well over 1,100 yards this year. A great breakout candidate and someone I have inside my top 30 as of now. Pickens over Drake London, even in PPR. All right. We had six wide receivers drafted in the first round last season, including Wilson and Olave. That includes Drake London, Jamison Williams, Jahan Dotson, and Traylon Burks. How do you rank that for, I assume Drake London's number one. He was the best of the bunch as a rookie. How do you rank them for 2023, though? It's Garrett Wilson at number one for me. Olave is at number two. Christian, you didn't ask about Christian Watson, but... I was going to throw him in there, yeah. If we throw him in, he's number three. And that's assuming that the Packers don't have Jordan Love at quarterback. That might change if Jordan Love is the quarterback. But for now, that's where he is. Uh, Pickens is also a second rounder, so he doesn't count here. Jamison Williams would be next. Williams, I have one spot out of London. Love the speed. Love the opportunity. I think it's going to be impossible for teams to really double-team him in Detroit. And I do think Jarek Goff can get him the ball, not just on big plays of 20-plus air yards, but also on those intermediate throws, even shorter throws, where he can break away for a long run. Remember, Goff is a different quarterback when he's not pressured, and he's got a great offensive line in front of him. So it's really that perfect mix that should help Jamison Williams have a breakout year himself. Dotson is behind Drake London. That's another player I like a lot. He was tied for the lead among rookie wide receivers in touchdowns with seven. Look at the quarterbacks that he played with. It was Carson Wentz, Ugh, although he and Wentz did seem to hit it off. And then Taylor Heineke was able to connect with him. He also overcame some injuries over the course of the year. I do think he's a very talented wide out for the Washington Commanders. Traylon Burks is going to be sixth on that list as someone who's probably going to lead the Titans in targets but not necessarily going to be on a team that throws the ball 575 times a game. All right. And, and, then real, and then real quick before we go, which of the guys who didn't get to 600 yards in 2022 has the best chance of breaking out in 2023? Well, Dotson only had 523, so yeah. he would probably be the, the odds on favorite to break that. But I'll give you a name that I think could be a lot of fun, and that's Sky Moore in Kansas City. Sure. And he really didn't get the chance to play a lot as a rookie. He 
looked okay in training camp, but he really couldn't translate it on the field. They had a lot of veterans that they leaned on at wide receiver. We saw him start to come on a little bit more in the playoffs, start to play a little bit more there. But I still believe that he's a talented wide receiver. And the fact that he was able to make an impact, even in the Super Bowl, combined with the fact that the Chiefs are not going to have the same receiving core next year. Some of the guys they have are going to leave via free agency. Cole Hardman's going to be one of them. I think Juju could be another. I think there'll be opportunity there for Sky Moore. I don't mind him as a back half draft pick for benches and fantasy. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you tomorrow. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo. Thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount+, Plus to try it free. Terms apply.